0: Hey, welcome to the second part of my conversation with Seb. Enjoy listening. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to give everyone a picture about um, about um, you know the kind of stuff that you carried with you throughout the journey? Like how, where did you sleep? And we are, we have like another few more minutes. So we are, we're still good. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I began by thinking I was going to sleep in the smallest, lightest tent I could find, which was almost $700. That's a lot for a tent mm-hmm. and it's not much bigger than like a Gatorade or Coca-Cola bottle weighs 500 grams. There's no tents that weigh five hundred like a pound, right. but it wasn't very comfortable. I'm laying on the ground and it was just so small that my friend kept suggesting once I was partway through Florida, you should upgrade to a hammock Mm -hmm. and that changed everything. It's a, it's a, it's a bit more complicated because now you have to have the hammock and if you need a roof for the rain, you've got a separate thing. That's the roof. And in the winter you've got another thing that keeps you warm underneath. It's like an underquilt They call it. It's a bit like a cocoon, like a sleeping Mm -hmm. bag that goes on the outside, but it's so adaptable. It's awesome. You can do so much with a hammock and every single time you sleep, it's, it's the same regardless if the floor is rocky, slopey, covered in roots, covered Mm -hmm. in ants, covered in, you know, like, like a massive puddle or a flood or whatever, all these, you know, and it's clean. Like I can pull it straight out my belt and just hammock and nothing touches the floor, but my shoes, uh, with a tent, you're having to touch the ground and lay on the ground all the time. So that was the biggest upgrade. Other things I got are just simple, like clothes, sleeping bag, but they're ultra light, you know, I've purposely found like what's the lightest, most packable sleeping bag. Or the tiniest laptop. People always are like, what is that? The seven inch <laughs> laptop that doesn't look much bigger than the phone, mm-hmm. but it's got the keys. It opens up like it literally is the same mm-hmm. Windows laptop as anyone else would have. It's just small. Mm-hmm. Hard drives, um, a loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have my headphones, sometimes I have a loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. Have a little party with a live stream on. Two phones. One is a phone, like makes calls and plays music, one is used as a camera. So that helped a lot. In the beginning, I just had one, and I was using a lot of battery, and I was having to cut my music every time I want to film something while I run by, go back and get it, start the music again. Oh, no, stop. It was just annoying. And I was constantly running out of battery as well was the main problem. So I've got some battery banks. That's how I charge. I don't use solar. I just Mm -hmm. find a PowerPoint and recharge. Beautiful. And then roughly... A, f- a handful of times a month. I mean, I'll I'll find a hotel or I'll find someone I stay with. Like nice. I'm not I'm not always in the hammock. Right. Longest I was in the hammock was a month, mm-hmm. and I was literally like bathing in the river and running on wild Appalachian trail mountains and stuff. But mostly once a week or two, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to have a proper shower, and a proper <laughs> hotel air conditioning. Nice, you know,
0: beautiful, beautiful,
1: beautiful. What's been your favorite, most favorite run? It usually involves also being the most difficult like when i go up mountains i have to carry my food there's going to be no shops so it's a lot heavier but even though it's difficult and heavier you're way out in the mountains and you feel totally you know wild like a beast and that is pretty fun and i love running down i mean that's really i don't like just running flat and of course no one likes going uphill but usually the reward of going up a mountain is you get to run down the other Mm -hmm. side so it's similar to like an extreme sport as far as I'm concerned, like mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm literally like going bub, 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 <laughs> stepping like fast steps, trying to land on the route, land on a rock, land on a, it's like parkour, fast pace downhill with the headphones blaring. It's amazing. It feels Beautiful. like a rush to me. Like that's awesome. Cause one little trip or fall and I would just right. totally smash oh, myself yeah, yeah. up, but i seem to have a knack for, maybe it's just the, the practice over the years. I, I never really trip and fall and twist angles and smash my face or anything. Mm. I, I kind of pride myself on being good at running downhill. That's what right. I like. Right. Any Are you visualizing, uh, what's,
0: um, out of all the runs, is there a, would you want to go back to a particular run? What's your favorite most favorite experience?
1: Yeah. Usually the first thing that flashes into mind is just some of these downhill, some of these, yeah, these downhill, like I remember like going down the Appalachian trail being like jumping from a rock to a rock, to a rock, or rocking down the Rockies where it's like, Whoa, it's so steep and and crazy. You're literally like, ah, you're almost sliding. Like the, the loose kind of gravel stuff is like and dusty and sliding and looking back thinking, Whoa, I was up there and now (laughs) I'm down here and so fast. And looking at it also thinking I'm never going to run that trail ever again. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm passing over this, but I won't like go back. Most people, when they run, they run around the same park. They run around the same block. They run, they kind of repeating. Right. That's what I did when I was training at home. I went over every trail. I've done it here around LA. I've been over all these trails already. Right. Like I've gone, I'm going over and over the same path. But out there you know going the distance i'm thinking this is the one time i touch <laughs> down and i won't be back right right beautiful beautiful and uh, any
0: specific um, um uh, you know gratitude experience that you felt um, any beautiful uh, friends you made along the way any uh, you know
1: people who were really kind to you any yeah, any experience you'd like to share just so many of the people who are watching have sent money through PayPal that was like Mm -hmm. mind blowing to me because I couldn't have done it without that. I hadn't anticipated that or planned on it, but I knew I had to do some miles first with my own savings. And then once I start running out of money, maybe I've gained some credibility, some attention, Mm -hmm. some, something that I could be like, Hey, running out of money. Now I was quite willing to go like paint houses, mow grass, do whatever. (laughs) Maybe that becomes part of the story. But people were like, no, here's a hundred bucks. Keep going. Mm -hmm. so that's amazing but of course they're watching and they know who i am and they know the full story and they are getting entertainment out of it what's equally amazing is the people i meet in person who i just mentioned i ran here from miami and then they go what huh hey and i'm just chatting like i chat to everyone like i'm very i don't know who people are but i'm just real open open. and honest yeah Yeah. so they surprise me sometimes with like oh well here's 50 bucks or here's 100 bucks or i'll buy your, your lunch like, nice. out, buy your you know, supermarket thing. Like a good example of that is one time in Miami, there was a cryotherapy freeze tank thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I always wanted to do that. It decreases inflammation. It's like an ice bath. Exactly. So I went in and as soon as I walk in, there's this young boy, he's with his family. And he said, Hey, what's all that stuff? Why are you wearing that? So I answer like I do. It's my hammock, mm-hmm. my sleeping bag, blah, blah, blah. I, I do the usual spiel and I tell them, I talked to him for like 20 minutes. And then at the end, I kind of say, Hey, I'm thinking about going in the freeze thing. Could you do me one for free i'll put it on the youtube i know i can't afford it i was just stopping in to see if it's a thing right. the girl's like oh, i just work here it's a sunday it's not you know i'd have to speak to the owner so then the, the father of the family steps up and says yo put it on my account we'll put him in so i You're film fun, it all yeah, and i'm like this is this is hilarious i'm in the ice uh nitrogen whatever it is like being frozen like on terminator 2 it's like all this liquid nitrogen or whatever air. And uh, afterwards when they leave the girls like, you know who that was? I was like, what do you mean who that was? She's like, that was the Kennedy's like the family of the, the Kennedy's oh, wow. that was Anthony Kennedy Shriver. Ooh. I was like, huh? I don't really know who that is, but I'll to that <laughs> like, now I yeah. kind of get who it is. It's like JFK's right. Yeah. yeah, nephew yeah that, that lineage. Right. Yeah. And, uh, they're super, you know, well-known, people in america like i didn't know who they were i was just telling them <laughs> right. what was going on i'm mm-hmm. glad i filmed it <laughs> right. they, they offered like they said hey do you want to come for croissants and i was like nah you've done enough <laughs> I, was like, oh, I wish i took the I, croissants yeah, i know you wish you knew about who really he was <laughs> yeah that time. and her his daughter's beautiful she was so oh, pretty beautiful. and i was like oh. i straight away i tried to google like who and i found her and it looks like she's engaged <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know but,
0: and if she's listening, then. Uh, she. Uh, this is a compliment. Yeah
1: absolutely. yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I don't know that I really am seeking a, a relationship. Like, well, I mm. do know I'm not at all. Like when I was asked just recently, like, don't you feel lonely? What mm-hmm. about a partner? And I was like, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I'm joking, but it's true. I wouldn't want that pressure of like, when are you going to be home? How mm-hmm. long are you? Are you still out running? Mm-hmm. Like that responsibility of someone else. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be fair on them. Absolutely, and it wouldn't really be fair on me either. I'm quite happy as I am. I right. quite like this this freedom.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how how long do you uh, do you in how in the future how do you see this panning out?
1: I think I'm just going to keep running like (laughs) people. I mean, people say like, what happens when you get done? You get all the way back to England. Woo. You know, will you cry then? Uh, I think I'll just keep going. Like I'll run around the world twice. In
0: terms of relationships and
1: stuff. I don't know. Maybe at some point I might meet someone who could somehow be compatible in. with this kind of right, a lifestyle but that's a mean. pretty far-fetched thing the way my mum words it which is hilarious is Seb only date a girl that eats raw vegetables <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of true right. I am eating mostly you know raw fruits and vegetables and I would definitely want you know a partner who did the same I
0: know it would be an adjustment, huh, for someone who dates you? Oh, no milk, no sugar, no fat.
1: I, I couldn't deal with it. If they were drinking or coming home, you know, oh, got a hangover, like or smoking, <laughs> like all these things, I just wouldn't want to be around it. I'd yeah, rather just not right. bother. So they need to already be on that level. Then right. maybe they have the fitness. Some people say, what if they run with you? I'd be like, well, maybe if <laughs> they can keep up and not be like annoying. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I, I twisted my ankle. Yeah. Like if they keep up or they become like a support crew and they're kind of driving an RV and all this, but now things become a lot more complicated. And I think it loses some of the epicness. It's like, I'm running with this belt and then it's like, Oh no, he's not. His girlfriend's driving an RV, you know, or, Oh, they're going to get a hotel and live happily ever after I'm not saying I don't want that, but I just, I don't know how, what who is this uh, fantasy girl that she has nothing better going on than to <laughs> run around with me you know what i mean like uh, if, if she's got nothing better going on i don't know if she's that good of a catch i think i need someone who's like busy with their goals i'm busy with my goals And then now and then, we we might be able to meet up and and be like, you're awesome, you're awesome too, and we empower each other. That's the only way it could work. Until I find that combination, I'm quite happy. Right. Maybe that girl is listening to you right now. Yeah. Hi. Uh, Hey. hey. (laughs) 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 Awesome. And uh,
0: any um, uh, uh, fearful moments, any... Uh, you know s- moments where you were really scared during a run that you'd like to share with everyone else. yeah Anything exciting or scary
1: the the scariest one that comes to mind is in the Rockies in the dark I've just pulled off the trail I'm carrying all my food so there's no shops no town no nothing and I'm near a uh, stream for water so I set up the hammock starts to go dark and I think this is a good spot as far as I'm concerned it's kind of one of these spots where they say you you shouldn't camp in the Rockies because you're near water. That's where all the animals go to. You're not in a campsite that's sort of um, registered, like accepted. Uh, You don't have any help out there, but I was like, well, I'm just dark and tired (laughs) blessings. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I set up my, my, my hammock. I'm asleep. Sometime in the night, like two, three in the morning, I hear like a, rustle in the bushes and something bumps the hammock. It's got all these tie outs that sort of pin the roof and pin the side, something bumped into it. It's a bit like a spider web. So something's bumped into me. It's woken me up and I feel this, this horrible, like I smell this smell. It's like nasty. Like I can only describe it as like death, Mm -hmm. like a rotten meat, Mm -hmm. blood, dead, like a dead, if you've ever been right. around a dead body that's mm-hmm. accidentally like someone's not realized it's, you know, you open the apartment door, someone's dead in there for weeks. So it was like that. It, ugh. Oh, okay. It was nasty and I felt it and I knew whatever it is that out there smells like that. I've grabbed this bear spray thing, which is like mace, but it's dark. Uh, even if I turn my headlamp on, all you, all you see is bushes. Like everywhere you look, you think, ah, oh, look left, look right. Mm-hmm. You just see leaves that, you know, shining with a headlamp, whatever it is. It's not like right there. And this mace bear spray stuff is dangerous. It can blind you too. You shouldn't just start spraying (laughs) it around. You get one push. It's meant to be a bear's charging you in the daylight and you're able to go make a cloud of pepper spray and that bear will (laughs) turn around and not charge you. So I shouldn't be using it in the dark really. So I'm thinking, well, what do I do now? So I just wait and wait and it it just passes just a few minutes. But that was the most scary minutes where I was like, oh crap, something out there, you know, I'm thinking it's probably a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, once the smell kind of went away, I thought, right, i pack up the hammock, get, get out of here. But I'm thinking, well, now I'm a moving target. Maybe that's worse. And it's going to disturb my sleep. So I'm going to get really crappy sleep now. I'm going to get up, pack everything up, move it somewhere else. That's not necessarily safe where I move to either. So I just decide, you know what? Earplugs, eye mask, just... Go to bed, sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just slept. My man just slept through it. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? The best thing I could do is just sleep. Because I, I love it. The more I've learned, the more like low on sleep, low on sugar, the more scared you are. The more fear. Mm. There were times where I was scared of noises in the woods, <coughs> creaking trees, rustle, rustle. Mm. It was in the early days in Florida, and it was usually when I was really tired and really exhausted. And I was just susceptible to being scared of noises in the woods. So. You know, the Rockies now, it's you know, thousands of miles later. I'm like, you know what, the best thing I can do is sleep. And if something attacks me, it's not what <laughs> I can really do about it. Maybe I did clap, I like to <laughs> like bang, bang, and I was like, ah, trying to make a noise, you know, just so it knows, like, I'm here and I'm making a noise, right. and scaring it away. That was that was a really the scariest moment. Wow, yeah. Any
0: tips that you'd give people to be careful along the way? Because that's one question that everyone is going to have if
1: I'm running. How do I make sure I'm safe? I would say you'll be safe if you're along a path, which is pretty well traveled. So, you know, uh, this, this area I was mentioning, it is a well-known Colorado trail or the Appalachian trail or whatever. So even if you did fall down and break your leg, someone's going to pass. The next day, someone's right. passing usually every few hours and often you end up passing the same hikers, which is kind of embarrassing because sometimes I run past them and go, hi. And then later they pass me because we're going uphill and I'm slow uphill, but then I run down and, uh, yeah, it becomes a little, a little awkward. So, I mean, I find it awkward. Some right. people like it. They call it like a through hike and they all go together. Um, yeah, just being aware of your environment, right. treading carefully. You know, like, cause you don't want to twist an ankle or, right. or, or right. it's better to be slow and steady and, and safe right. than to try and go fast and, and hurt yourself. There is something if you are in a bear region you can do, which is you don't have your food cause they want not necessarily to eat you, but to eat your food. They can smell like, Ooh, that peanut butter or the bananas or whatever it is you have, even right. like a, f- a snack bar or something, they smell everything. They say, even the spoon you've been using and the cutlery and the cookware, should all be put in a separate place up a tree. Usually they hang it away. So if the bear mm. is sniffing around, he can't even reach it. Um, I mean, you don't even put up a tree cause they could climb the tree, but over an overhanging limb. So it's literally like mm-hmm. hanging out. They right. can't grab it
0: mm-hmm.
1: that way. If there's a bear, at least they're over there mm-hmm. trying to get your packed lunch, not trying to get it out of your tent. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of other safety. No one's really asked me about safety tips before. Mm -hmm. I suppose have a headlamp and a backup headlamp. That's Mm -hmm. really important because so many times I just lost it. I don't know where it went or the batteries died or I dropped it on a rock and it smashed. Mm -hmm. And if you're plunged into darkness or just trying to use your phone, your screensaver, that's not a good idea. So two headlamps is important. Of course, some kind of radio communication. I mean, you can get these Garmin things and in reach they're called. Mm -hmm. Um, I tended to just use my phone and, Mom would be a little scared sometimes. She'd be like, check in with me. And I said, the only time I get a signal is the top of the mountain. I don't go, I go in the valley. You can't, you can't get any reception. So she's like, okay, the top of every mountain, tell me where you are. I'm like, I can't keep doing that. That's gonna be really annoying. Hello, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of mountains i I've going over like 14 <laughs> mountains in a day or something. But every time I get up top, I could kind of check in, Right. you know, yeah. check my email or whatever, Yeah, and it's keep fun- going. It's funny you say mom would, uh, would
0: check in on you. I can imagine my mom as an Indian <laughs> son, uh, me running. Let's me let's say I'm running, I'm living your lifestyle so running. I'll get a call in the morning, in then evening, <laughs> morning, evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we, we did have an arrangement where every night I have to tell her where I am. And I found the easiest way to do that was just do a screenshot of the map of the, you know, the little blue dot on Google Maps and just send her a screenshot. That's where I am. Right. Um, so at first I was like, oh, this is annoying. But I know. I actually, is not that difficult. Screenshot, boom. Right. That's where I'm sleeping tonight. Right. And it's kind of a cool account. Like at some point there might be a kind of Seb's mom conversation diary book that you all could read and see like, Oh, this is how it all played out. Beautiful. Here's me saying like, it's not a, a top secret conversation. I'd, I'd like it to be public. Like here's right. me saying, Oh, this happened, that happened. You know, the yeah. true behind the yeah. scenes. Cause yeah,
0: that's important because all these small, tiny details, these are questions that people would have. Like when I would run, I'd be like, Hey, how are you in touch with your family? Isn't your family scared for you? Mm. How are you, when what are you, what kind of conversations you're having? And you never know anything and everything that you're seeing could be useful to someone who's in on a similar path
1: yeah yeah i just think it's all good content it's all valuable right you know sharing right of, right because i'm i'm a set cam i film everything <laughs> Remember, so i'm like right right like cameras always on it's right. like a Truman show right yeah uh, a, f- a few more minutes uh, to
0: go a uh, quick uh, quick question uh what next for set cam uh where what is he planning to do with li- with his life next is he continuing to run is uh uh yeah what next and
1: yeah let's let's start with that i will keep running like i said it doesn't really stop why would i stop this adventure is amazing right but i do want to produce a kind of watchable condensed movie i mm. think that'll be awesome Like a real life Forrest Gump with a bit of spoofing of Forrest Gump, a bit of spoofing parody, Truman Show, Dumb and Dumber, like some funny laughs, but also some valuable truths. Mm -hmm. And it's motivational just by its very nature and have that as a kind of compact, less than two hour thing that I can kind of say, yo, here you go, Hollywood, while I'm here in L.A. Right. What do you think of that? um i don't know that it's going to go anywhere at the very least i'll just put it on youtube but i just want to have it ready in in the kind of arsenal because years away from now one two three four more years i'll be running across kazakhstan or something and i can always point people back to see the movie like now it's part two of the trilogy part three i'll be accumulating these kind of movies that's how i've always seen it in my head Uh, one day there'll be a trailer where i'm running past the hollywood sign i'm running past the Egyptian pyramids. Beautiful. I'm running past the Eiffel tower in, in Paris, you know, like every possible landmark sort of funny, uh, compilation, but running Absolutely. past them all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing the book. So oh, nice. Yeah. The story of before the running and then the story of the running. So I'm taking a little kind of time out. It's mm-hmm. tough because I'd rather be doing the adventure. Like I don't want to be writing. <laughs> it's a bit like going back to school. All right editing again it's editing old footage it's not even that exciting it's like stuff I've done before so it's tough people are sort of like eh, when are you going to do the adventure again I'm like yeah I feel the same mm-hmm. but let's just use the next few months like six months of mm-hmm. LA time while mm-hmm. we got it
0: Right. when do you target to release your book
1: ooh I suppose as soon as possible within mm-hmm. a few months
0: w- while you're in LA yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: are you working with any uh, publishers or do you have any con- contacts?
1: Uh, what I found so far to be the best way is there's some like ghost writer publishers who they're not, they're not writing the book on my behalf. Right. I like writing it, right. but they're able to sort of arrange it into like proper book format right. and link you up with say Amazon books and right. whatever. Right. They'll even do an audio book and do the speaking of right. reading it out right. for you. But I checked with my audience and they were like, we'd much rather you read it. Right. So I'm like, all right, Absolutely. I guess I'll read it. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I found so far. So I'm kind of open to, yeah, know, possibilities. I have a friend
0: um, in the previous podcast who I interviewed. He released a book, and he uh, became a bestseller and an, and an international bestseller as well through the launching campaign. <laughs> he priced it at one one ninety nine, right, for the launching campaigns. Uh, and I think he worked worked with the publisher, so you, I'll probably get you in touch with him if you would like to, yeah. see how his experience was.
1: Yeah, it always seems a bit of a minefield with like how much does a publisher take uh, you know, percentage right. or should I self publish it? Or I don't really care. I'm not trying to make the profits out of it. I just want as many people to, to discover the, um, the lifestyle, story. not just even my story. My story is really just a pointing to it's Dude. a big billboard towards fruits, roots, rice right. and oats right. just cause I know how good I feel. It's right. really like I feel amazing. Right. I'm really happy. Mm. I just want other people to feel amazing yeah, and absolutely. be really happy that's all beautiful, it comes down to beautiful beautiful beautiful, beautiful. Um, let's do a quick
0: uh, rapid fire if mm. you're okay cool five five, uh, five or a few rapid fire, fire questions if you're done, okay favorite fruit
1: it's very close between melons and bananas <laughs> favorite food isn't that the same thing to me I don't eat I only I'm really raw now I'm only eating fruit not not much cooked food, very little, like a handful a month. Mm-hmm. So my food is fruit. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Favorite trail in the world. Favorite trail? Yeah. <sighs> Colorado
0: trail was pretty amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. Favorite uh, person in the world. Mm. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, favorite uh, song.
1: I remember this. I remember this is an adventure, my own little theme tune, but I have genuinely listened to it on a loop. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. got some good lyrics.
0: Perfect. Perfect. I think that brings us
1: to, uh,
0: I think we had a pretty good conversation, uh, yeah. you know, touched on a lot of, uh, aspects. We are almost at the end. I was wondering if you would like to leave the audience with, uh,
1: with any closing comments. Yeah. I always wonder what, what to share. I, I try and just go with what comes to mind mm-hmm. i suppose maybe i talk about what comes to mind
0: mm-hmm.
1: like people might be listening thinking well i don't know what my passion is well, i don't know what i want to do mm-hmm. well i i wonder if i could do you know something similar mm-hmm. and i really want to be the encouragement to be like yeah you can just like you just doing this podcast. Right. like we met at the swimming pool right. you hadn't done any episodes right, um, right? Um,
0: yeah no, it's like seventh
1: right and I'm like, just do it. Just start it. Right. Just take a step in that direction. Right. Throw everything at the wall and see right. what sticks. Right. Like, just start. When people come to me and say, oh, I might start making YouTube videos. I say, cool, get back to me when you've made a 100. <laughs> and they're always like, huh, what, A 100? And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've made hundreds, thousands. Mm-hmm. And of course, the hundredth video is a lot better than the first one. Absolutely. People can get too caught up in like, I'm working on my album and I'm playing my guitar in my bedroom and I don't sing in front of anyone because they're trying to be such a perfectionist. Right. And they never actually release anything. It's like procrastination, perfectionism in disguise that's right. actually just stopping you from getting anywhere. Right. Totally. If you just pump it out, pump it out, you might discover that your first album and everything you worked on and maybe even your first book, no one liked it. Right. Right. <laughs> he needed to try another right. angle. Right. Like, you need to try a whole bunch of things, to see what works. Right, And then you get feedback and you, you learn along the way. way. Mm. Yeah. And you don't want to get, you want to be true to yourself too. Cause you could get pigeonholed into like, I mean, I don't mind cause I love the running, but a good example is right now, everyone's like, Hey, you should be still keep running cause that's what mm-hmm. you've got known for. But some people like they might go viral for like, you know, doing a certain funny joke right. or something and then they're like yo do that joke again do that joke again do that thing again do that thing you do right. and that can be annoying right. to someone when they're like no i'm trying to develop and do something else <laughs> so you need to be true to yourself right. and not and not just you know only do what everyone likes mm-hmm. but do something mm-hmm. that i think what i'm getting at is most people don't even start mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that note i'm gonna <laughs>
0: Thank you thank you, 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 Seb, Seb Cam, this is beautiful, this is beautiful, I can't thank you enough, I am so, 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 so grateful for you uh, to be here, for you to share this story, a lot of my runner friends, a lot of my friends who uh, inspire me in terms of running are going to learn so much from this conversation, a lot of my friends are going to, li- uh, you know, my listeners, people who are watching this are going to live a healthier life just through the inspiration that you've given through this talk. And I hope, uh, you know, your uh, dreams come true. And uh, I'm so, so grateful for for your time.
1: Thank you. It was amazing. (laughs) You didn't have any notes. It was all off your head. Brilliant.
0: (laughs) Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Sam. I hope all of you had an amazing time listening to us. And um, I hope you learned a little bit uh, through this. And make sure you have a good day. Take care. Take it easy. Peace. Sandeep, oh Sandeep, get deep with Sandeep. Sandeep, oh Sandeep, get deep with Sandeep.